So the big question is this, how do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to The Ascend Momentum Show. Welcome back, welcome back. Today was a good day. Today's Tuesday, and I didn't have school yesterday, so today was the first day back from for school. And I'm beginning to realize that school is, like, I am not getting any value out of school. So pretty much I'm not paying attention in my classes that often anymore, but I'm still doing all the work because I'm playing it smart. I'm trying to... I life will get worse for me if I don't do my work and if I start failing out of school. But if I simply just stroll along, still do my work, just don't pay attention as much during class, I think I'll be fine. And I've been really going deep into this CIA document. So a couple episodes back, I posted an episode saying how this declassified CIA document changed my life. I read that entire document over the weekend and I talked about it a little bit yesterday, I think. But I'm slowly starting to uncover the truth. Like our reality is not as it seems. There's more to life than what we've been led to believe. And I already know that I'm becoming to un- I'm beginning to uncover it. So what I did today, at school I was talking, like yesterday, here, let me actually tell you this. Yesterday, I was, I started to want to buy the tapes. So let me explain. The CIA document that I read is about this gateway program it's called the gateway process from the monroe institute and it was basically in the 80s the cia did like the the army actually did an entire assessment on that program and that program is all about getting into deep enough meditation using tapes like recorded audio tapes to help sink your brain into a certain frequency to allow you to get deep, deep into meditation to points where you can like time travel and go out of your body. Like you can literally leave your body. So that's crazy. That is crazy. I, I want to believe it. I think I believe it, but I know that my brain I think I think what's happening is I've convinced myself to believe it, but deep down my brain thinks that it's not true. But I'm really excited because I will get my brain to actually believe it through giving it proof. I'm going to actually do this stuff, and I'm actually going to give my brain proof. So there's the way it is is there's focus levels. So right now we're on focus one. We're just fully in tune with reality, just baseline consciousness. 
And then there's some focus levels in between. I don't, I don't know all of them, but once you get to focus 10, that's when you get into like a deep, relaxed, deep, relaxed meditative state. And that's where you're deeply relaxed and your consciousness is expanded. All right, so then then there's like focus 12, which I forgot what focus 12 was. And then focus 15 is where you can start to go back in time. Like you can time travel to the past. And then focus 21 is time traveling into the future. And there's more. Those are just the ones that I remember. Like I said, I just learned about this stuff this weekend. And... All like I just looked up CIA or the analysis and assessment of the gateway process. First link that pops up is CIA's website and it's just a PDF. I printed it out. I printed that whole thing out. And now I'm I'm looking for all of the PDFs that are about this and I'm just printing them all out. So when I read the analysis and assessment of the gateway process, I realized that page number 25 was just not there. So I had to go onto this website. I looked up page number 25 missing. And then it was just, it was an article, like a blog post. And then I scrolled down and they gave the whole PDF. So then I uh, printed out page 25. And then I was showing my friend about this stuff. And he was looking into it and he found a different PDF article. Basically giving a, it's like a four page article or four page like description of the gateway process. I think it was from Monroe Institute. So I printed that out today at the school. I, I printing all these, all this stuff out at my school, which is funny. I'm printing out declassified CIA documents at the school. I don't care. No, I don't think they care either. It doesn't really matter. So I print that out and then I found another website or another article. I think it was like 30 pages or something like that. I didn't really read it, but it was a, it was another declassified CIA document. And I read the first page and it said like, this is not like, this is only intended for first, the first class of the gateway experience or something like that. And if you, if, if it's not, for you or not intended for you, you may not experience the same results or you may experience like downsides or something like that. I just printed that whole thing out and I'm going to read that as well. So I'm diving deep into this stuff and that's context. So let's go back to the gateway experience, the Monroe Institute. They have this, it's, it's an actual like business i'm pretty sure it's like an actual thing that they're selling so they're selling a course and they're selling like a bunch of cd tapes like they sell on their website mp3 um audio files um a different format and then a cd and they have this thing called waves so they have a bunch of different courses and cds that they're offering but one of the things that i am that i saw most like that I wanted to do most was their actual gateway process wave one through eight. So there are eight different waves that they offer. And that just basically means there are eight different CDs that they have to offer. And you're supposed to listen to them and like master them essentially 
in sequential order. So you're supposed to start at wave one. And wave one's focus is getting into focus level 10, focus 10. So it's basically for the beginners, just like me. So that's the whole goal of that wave, to get to focus 10. And they do it through, it's just like an, it's a CD or a MP3 player. So you're basically put on headphones and then listen to that while you're meditating. So I was like, oh, cool. So yesterday I, I realized that and, and I like discovered that. So I was slowly but surely like convincing myself to buy it. Yesterday I wanted to buy it, but I didn't, I was kind of holding myself back. And wave two, I'm, I don't know, I didn't look through all of the stuff, but I assume wave two goes into focus 12 and then wave three is focus 15 and then so on and so forth until eventually you can actually get out of body experiences where you literally leave your, your soul leaves your body and then you can like fly. I don't even know how it works, but I'm really excited to get into this stuff and I'm not even sure if it takes that much practice, like maybe a, a couple weeks or months to get out of body experience. So it'll be pretty quick. And I, but with that said, I don't have headphones. So I looked up the headphones they use and they use this, I forgot, I, I forgot what it was called, but just look up like what type of headphones does Monroe Institute use for the gateway process? And they have like this frequently asked questions page and they, they gave the exact type of headphones they use. They're like 60 to $80, 60 to 90. I got them on Amazon for like 60 bucks and I ordered them today. But that's not the only thing I ordered. I ordered the Wave 1 CD, which was $115 on their website, but it was only like $75 on Amazon, so I bought it on Amazon. And then I also bought a CD player because I don't have a CD, and I also don't want to listen to it on my computer or on my phone because I have a rule where I don't bring my phone into my room. And so I don't want to have that stuff in my room and my room is like the best most optimal space in my house for meditating and i also when i'm meditating i don't want to have any electronic devices that have access to the internet near me because even if it's not in sight if it's in the proximity of me it's uh it like just messes with you even subconsciously so I don't even want to deal with any of that. So I bought like an old CD player for 20 bucks. Well, not an old one, but a new one. But CD players are old because we don't use that anymore. But so I bought a CD player, 20 bucks. That is basically battery or outlet. And I'll probably just use the batteries because that's best for my purposes and you can connect your headphones to it. So that's what I did. I'm, I bought the CD player and then I'm just gonna pop the CD in and then connect my headphones to it and then just lay down in my room. My room is like the perfect room for meditating. It's got absolutely nothing in it except for a fan, my alarm clock, which plays white noise. So I have 
it, my room is basically noise canceling. Let me actually let me just explain to you my room because I spent like a good weekend setting it up perfectly exactly how I like it. So imagine a blank room, just a square room. And my room is not that big. It's probably 20 feet, uh, I want to say, maybe 20 by 20. I don't know. It's It barely fits a twin bed. So I, well, it fits a twin bed, but like I couldn't fit like a king or a queen in there. So my room is pretty small, but it's perfect for me. So imagine a blank room, empty room. There's a window on the opposite wall to the left of the door. So the door to get into the room is in the middle of wall one. And then wall two is just the right. Wall three is directly parallel. And then wall four is to the left. That's how I'm going to explain it. So in the middle of wall one is the door, the entrance. And then on wall three, just to the left, is a window. And then wall four to the right, near the window, is my closet. And the closet door opens towards inside of my room. That's context. Now I'll tell you all the objects that are in my room. So on my window, I nailed blackout curtains. So I actually like got a hammer and nailed it in. So my room can get pitch black, but I can also put light in it by opening up the curtains. So my room can get pitch black, almost as dark as a cave. And that's on my window. And then on my door going on wall one, the door going into my room, I nailed blackout curtains as well. So that blocks out all the light as well. And plus that seconds as it blocks out all of the light and the noise. And it keeps my room cool, like ventilated. Because it like basically traps all the air into my room. So it, it just allows all the AC to flow properly and stay in my room. Because we have an old house. It's like 150 years old or something like that. And the door doesn't close. Like it just closes, but it doesn't like shut. And it's it's this whole thing. But I I basically created a cave by putting those blackout curtains. So I'm basically like completely concealed in my room. Like I can't eat, I cannot even hear people outside because I have a lot of white noise going on. And let me explain this. So in the corner of wall one and four, just to the left of the entrance is my, on the floor is a hatch restore too. So I have that alarm clock and that plays white noise uh, whenever I tell it to. And it just like plays white or pink noise actually. Uh, and then just to the right of it on wall three, on the floor is a fan and that's facing towards my feet of the bed. And I'll explain where the bed is in a moment. So, and then just on wall one, just to the right of my door is the vent for the air conditioner on the floor. All right. So, and then on the corner 
between wall two and three is on the floor is my bed. So I use a tatami mat. So if you don't know what that is, it's basically the mat that samurais slept on and it's made of grass and it's like a very firm to lay on. It's basically like laying on the floor, but I love it. I sleep on a tatami mat and then I also use a buckwheat pillow that has a cotton like pillowcase and then a silk pillowcase over it. So the buckwheat pillow is made of cotton, like the actual pillow part, and then the pillowcase is silk. So that's good. And then I have a cotton blanket that I wear now. I actually got that this weekend, the cotton blanket for bedtime. And then just to the side of that bed is my air purifier. So I have an air purifier right next to my bed. And then I also have like my metal straws in a cloth in like a cotton container. And then I have like my notebook, pen, some stop, like alarm, like timers that I got. And then uh, my tape, like surgical tape or medical tape or whatever it's called for taping my mouth at night. And what else is there? I think that's it. And then on the fan, I have a ceiling fan as well. So I've got basically my fan, my ceiling fan, my air purifier, and my alarm clock all making white noise. So my room is perfect in that sense. And then it's dark. It's pitch black in there. And it's like cooled. So I've, except for the fact that after a while of laying on my back, my back gets like, it starts to hurt. So I'm going to have to fix that. I'll probably lay on a blanket. But other than that, it's like the perfect room for meditating because it's soundproof. So I, I can't hear anything that happens outside of it. So that's all context. So now let me explain my plan. I bought the CD player and I bought the headphones. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep all that stuff in my closet because I like to store all my stuff in my closet. I don't like having stuff in my room. So I'm going to keep that stuff in my closet and then I'm going to take it out when I'm ready. And then when I do it, I'm probably going to lay out the cotton blanket on the bed and then put my pillow, my buckwheat pillow down and then lay on top of the cotton blanket on top of my mat and then lay on my pillow. So that will be comfortable. And I'm just going to put the headphones on, pop in the CD and start listening to the tape and just lay down on my back and then just be like completely motionless. So that's basically what I'm planning on doing. And the CD won't come for like eight days, eight or nine days. It won't actually no, like six till around six to eight days, six to eight days. It won't come till, which is fine. I'll wait. I'm excited though. And this first phase, like the, you can look it up, look up wave one, uh, what is it called? Wave one gateway experience CD. And then read that description. It's on Hemisync. Um, Hemisync or something like that. 
that's from Hemisync and then read the description. It's like basically teaching you all the basics and getting into focus 10. So depending on how long it is, like if it's an hour long, I'll definitely do it before, before school at like six in the morning. But if it's longer, I'm definitely going to do it over the weekend. I'm going to like set out time to do it because this is definitely something that I want to do like legitimately. I spent like 200 bucks buying all the gear for it. It was only like 150 or 160 or 70 around there. But I'm definitely getting into it. And that's only wave one. And I, I predict that I'll be able to outgrow wave one fairly quickly, like within the week or two weeks. So I'll definitely buy wave two once I feel I'm ready for the next step. But I'm definitely... I'm definitely going to be doing it on the weekends, but I I might try and figure out how I can do it before school. Uh, I, I'm probably going to do it before school because I've been studying before school, reading Transurfing, but maybe every other day I'll study and then every other day I'll read. Or what am I saying? One day I'll study and then the next day I'll meditate. Maybe I'll do like an alternating thing. I don't know. We'll see. But I think this stuff may help increase my energy, like my focus levels as well. That's another thing. I found that I'm not able to focus that well. Especially if like I'm not able to focus as well as I think I should be. Uh, while I'm like studying my transurfing, while I'm studying the book. And so what I think I'm going to be doing is, well, I have been working on this, but I kind of, I kind of, uh, lost a lot of progress over the weekend, What I'm definitely going to be focusing on a lot over the following weeks to months is my breathing, because I predict that my energy and my focus levels, my attention is not to where it should be simply because my breathing is not proper like my breathing is how most people breathe which is not good but before all this modern stuff happened like before the 1800s during the industrial revolution we were all breathing like practically perfectly and so but since all this modern day stuff actually maybe it was even before i don't know but when we were hunter-gatherers, like when we were still living in the prairies, hunting our animal, hunting our food, like thousands of years ago, our breath, our breathing was perfect. And I remember hearing this quote where, I don't know the quote, but it went something like this. Imagine, I'm going to just explain to you the context. Imagine you're living the life of a hunter-gatherer. So imagine you're living the life of a human 10,000 years ago and you're standing in the middle of nature, in the middle of like a prairie, like a grass field, and your breath is like silent. 
your breath, your breathing is not even noticeable. That's how efficient of your breathers we're supposed to be. It's not even noticeable. And I know that you guys can hear my breathing throughout my podcasts. Sorry about that, by the way, but Hopefully, it's definitely going to be getting better over the following weeks or months. But I want to go back to that prairie visualization. Imagine you're a human living 10,000 years ago. You're just standing in the middle of a grasslands. Your breathing is absolutely calm. You're just standing there. You're extremely present in the moment. You feel the wind on your back. You feel you have no shirt on. You feel all of the little hairs on your back swaying back and forth from the gusts of the wind. And you feel your hair flowing around. You can feel the sun shining on you. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. You're extremely present in the moment. You're very calm and comfortable. You're just present you're just being there now that serenity like that i don't know if this means that but that serenity and bliss like that enlightened feeling that calmness that all of the feelings that that human being ten thousand years ago was feeling is what we're supposed to be at but if you were to place a modern human anyone even me If you were to place anyone in that same environment, they would be anxious, uneasy. Their breathing would be uneven. They would be over-breathing. They would be... They wouldn't be able to enjoy the moment as well as the hunter-gatherer does. They wouldn't be able to feel as high energy levels. Like that hunter-gatherer has extremely high energy levels for many reasons. But one of the big reasons is their breathing. And they also wouldn't have as good focus. Their focus would be scattered for many reasons, like TikTok, Instagram, all the internet stuff. But one big reason is their breath. Breathing, I'm fairly certain that breathing enhances your focus. So that human 10,000 years ago will be able to hold their focus, hold their attention on one thing for a very long time. And their focus intensity will be very high. But a modern human will not. That would be an interesting comparison. If you were able to time travel, take like the average human being from today and send them back in time or even, yeah, send them back in time and just compare to the two or even take the average human being from 10,000 years ago and bring them forward and just compare that human to what we've become, what we've grown into. I think the differences will be disturbing and Like, I'm not above this. Like, I am a product of society as well. But I'm working towards changing it. And I will change it. I will revert back to what we're supposed to be at. It's just a long and slow process. 
slowly but surely and breath is one of the steps along the way your breathing is so important it's so crucial so vital that is that the that is just so i'm just thinking about that gateway experience i'm so excited to get into that that's like i'm very excited for it and if you guys are interested in it too i recommend reading transurfing first to be honest because all this stuff that i learned in the cia document I'm still having a hard time. Like I, I want to believe it. And I think that I believe it. Like I'm like, Oh yes, let's do this. But I, I have a feeling that deep down in my mind, like deep down, my mind thinks that it's not real. That's what it believes. It actually believes that it's not real. It knows that it's not real. So I simply just have to do it and give it proof that it it's work. It works and it's real. And that's just, but I feel like if I were to read that CIA document one year ago from t like one year ago today, it I would have gotten a completely different reaction. I would have just, I probably wouldn't have even finished it, the article. But if I did finish it, I probably would have just dismissed it all because it was so far outside of my worldview. But once I started reading Transurfing, like once I read Transurfing, then I'll, like my worldview got completely like shattered and it just completely changed. And then once I started studying it the second time through, it started changing even more. And so now I've gotten to the point where I can actually begin to accept that document and all the things that it has to say. And it definitely helps that it's the CIA that like published it. Because the CIA to me is an extremely credible source, especially since it was classified at one point, like they were trying to hide it from the public. So it all just makes sense. I mean, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Like a lot of the stuff I cannot even understand. Oh, excuse me. A lot of the stuff I can't even understand, but I definitely plan on rereading it eventually. But I'm very excited to learn all this stuff. I'm starting to discover the truth. Like I'm starting to unveil the truth. And I know that I started reading less than a year ago. Like maybe like I started reading in September of last year, but towards the end of September, I'm pretty sure that's when I started. Maybe September, October. But now <coughs> It's, let's just say it's been a year. So I've been reading for one whole year, only one year. And my mind has changed so much. And a lot of the books that I read this year, I wouldn't have gone back and read again. Like there are some books that I did not, I shouldn't, I probably would have been better off reading something else. I definitely would have been better off reading something else. But I'm glad I read it because it took all those books to get to the right books. And now I've gotten to the right books and I've got like multiple years worth of, worth of books in line. So I'm definitely going to keep busy and I'm sure I'll find more books and I'll discover more books along the way. 
it's only been one year and it's only been like six months, less than six months since I got Transurfing. Like on, I bought Transurfing on Amazon and I'm pretty sure like they have a print on demand thing. So I bought it and then they printed it. So, and on the back cover, there's like a barcode and it says the date it was printed. And it was like March 17th or something. So it's been less than six months, and today is no. Uh, today is September fifth. It's only been six months. Like it's been less than half a year since I started actually changing my worldview with transurfing. Only six months, and I've made so much progress. I'm actually starting to believe in like out of body experiences and all of this stuff. So imagine the progress I can make in six months. Especially since I've only got one, two, three. I've only got three months left of school. That is insane. I've got October, November, and December. Because I graduate in December. So I've got a little over three months left of school. And then I'm done for school forever. I'm done with school forever in three months. That is extremely uh, inspirational and, and motivating for me. Let me get some water. So I've been lifting for a little over two years now, but I like to consider when I... When I was asked when I started self-improvement, I didn't really know the answer, but after a couple days, like this was a couple months ago when this happened, but after a couple days of reflection, I decided that the day where I actually started self-improvement was when I read my first self-improvement book. Now for some context, I had been lifting for a year at that point. This was... Let's just say September 20th. Let's just, I don't know the actual date, but I know the month. And it was towards the end of September last year of 2022. So for context, at that point, I was watching self-improvement YouTube videos for quite some time. Hamza, uh, some other people. And then I was also lifting and I'm pretty sure that's about it. I was like taking cold showers as well sometimes. I wasn't very disciplined, but I was doing a lot of self-improvement stuff. But I don't think that I actually started self And I was meditating as well, I think. But I don't think that I actually started self-improvement until... Like until I actually started for real. Until I got my... I read my first book, which was The Oxygen Advantage. I didn't even apply most of that stuff. I just, the only thing I applied was nose breathing. That's pretty much it. But then I read a different book called How to Break Up with Your Phone. Didn't apply that, but I didn't apply the stuff in the book, but I like took the concepts and changed it and actually started slowly, started to break up with my phone. And then I read a different book. I forgot what the next book I read was, but I just kept on reading more and more and more. And I just kept on 
learning so much until eventually like I just started buying the books and then I started a collection in my closet have so much books a lot of them I haven't even read but once I started reading that's when I actually started to grow and then once I actually found a friend who was on a similar path on self-improvement that's when I started to grow exponentially. And I'm enjoying the benefits of it all. And what I'm trying to say is it took me a year to get to this point of learning. And I've only been learning about business and actually focusing on building a business for less than three months, like maybe two months, actually. Let's just say two months it's only been. And I'm on episode 48 of my podcast. But all what I'm trying to say is none of this stuff happens right away. And that's what I've come to terms with. This stuff is not going to happen right away. It's not going to happen overnight. But it will happen. And that's what I re- keep reminding myself about me fixing my breathing. Like it's not going to happen overnight. Every single morning I track my bolt score. It was at 19 seconds, like last Thursday. And then I I didn't focus on my breath at all over the weekend. And it dropped down to 10 seconds this morning. So I basically lost all my progress in my breathing from one weekend. But my intention is still strong. And I know that eventually I'll get there. It's just a little hump in the road. And with my reading... With learning all of this stuff, I'm trying to just consume all of the all of the transurfing, all of the stuff on that reading list. It's not going to happen overnight, but I will get there. It will happen. It won't happen in one day, but it will happen in one month. It won't happen in one month, but it will happen in one year. That's like the difference between one day and one day times seven is crazy. Like if you were to look back, if you're on self-improvement and you just look back on the day, you made no progress. But if you stack that day seven times and you look back on the week, oh, you made a little progress. But then once you stack it like 30 times and you look back on the month, oh wow, that's a lot of progress. Like I was looking back on my journal and I realized that I made so much progress simply just in the last month. And then when the big things start happening, three months ago, I I was still like scrubbing my body with estrogenic soap. My testosterone was low. I hadn't even focused on my testosterone. Now my test is like, super like way higher. I already know that it's way higher. I cut out all of like most of the estrogenics in my life and I'm enjoying the benefits of that. I'm actually getting a test. I'm going to take a test on my birthday, which is in 12 days. So it won't, it probably won't come back until later. So on episode 60 or 61, whatever, I'll, Around that time, I'll take my test, the testosterone test, and then I'll send it in 
and then it may take a week or two. So you, by, probably by around episode 70 or 75, I will definitely have results for my testosterone. And then that was three months ago. Now let's look back at six months ago. I hadn't even read Transurfing yet six months ago. I was still watching YouTube six months ago. My brain was scattered. My test was low. I was jacked, but not as jacked. I like I wasn't tan because it was the winter time. Like so many things were bad. I wasn't healthy. Like I wasn't eating healthy. I was still, I was eating healthy, but not healthy. If that makes sense. I was eating like chicken and rice, but I was smothering my chicken in barbecue sauce that had like 20 grams of sugar. And I was eating seed oils. And then when you look back one year ago, I hadn't even read any books. I didn't know anything. I was still, I think I was still going to college. And then like, you can just keep going further and further back. Two years ago, I never even lifted a weight. I was skinny. And that was just two years. I remember like two years ago when I was first, like I I think I was watching TikTok and self-improvement. I was watching a lot of self-improvement stuff on TikTok for many years. Like even during COVID, which was like the lockdown, like 2020, like three years ago, more than three years ago, I think I was watching self-improvement stuff. Like I've been watching self-improvement stuff for a long time. I just didn't take action until like a year ago or two years ago or whenever. And like I remember in the beginning when I was looking at the videos and I remember like I think it was Hamza that said this. He was like, I locked in for like two, three years and that's it. Just three years. And I was on self-improvement for three years or he like locked in on his business, his lifting, and he basically got everything he wanted in life for th- in three years. Now, I've been locked in for one year is when I started reading, but ev- like ever since one year ago, that's when I actually started to lock in. But slowly but surely, I started locking in more and more and more until now I've like been locked in. And I'm sure in three months from now, I'll be even more locked in. But what I mean by that is like, I don't watch, I don't watch YouTube anymore. I'm doing all of my, I'm hitting my routine every single day. I'm lifting consistently. I mean, I've been lifting consistently since I started, but like, I'm just doing everything that needs to be done every single day. I am locked in to the point where I will get what I want eventually. And he said it took him like three years. I I don't know the actual number, but I'm just saying three years, for example. Three years until if you're locked in for three years, that's when you get everything. And I was thinking like three years, there's no way I'm going to do that. Like I'm not going to be able to lock in. I'm just going to go my own pace, slow and steady. And then slowly but surely, I started adding more and more things. And then slowly but surely, I actually started to get more and more locked in. 
until eventually I actually got to like locked in phase. And then that was nothing compared to where I'm at now. So now I'm even more locked in. So the point is don't like, like I never dropped everything over one day. It took like a year of buildup to get to where I am. And if I were to start over first, before I would start over, I would write down everything. I would figure out the most optimal order. And then I would just start when I would start. If I had to start over, I would just, just slowly but surely cut out many things, add more things. Slowly but surely start lifting, drinking more water, fixing my diet. Slowly but surely cut out my phone. Start learning, reading books, start meditating, clear my mind, all of this stuff. It's all a slow process. But one year ago, like one year just happened like that. Just like, boom, instantly. While you're in it, present, it seems like it's going slow when you want results quick. But if you just look back one year ago, like, if I just, I remember one year ago today, I was having like flashbacks of like one year ago when I was sitting in class and I was having woken up at like five in the morning, just gone to the gym, sitting in first period. And then I remember like I was having flashbacks comparing that to now. Now I'm still waking up at, I'm waking up at four in the morning, but instead of going to the gym, I'm studying and then I'm going to school and then going to the gym after. And I have a half day at school. It's all just it's all just slow and steady incremental improvements. And that's why I'm treating like business the same way. I know I'm not gonna make a million dollars literally overnight. I'll make a thousand dollars in week one. Or I'm just giving an example. It's been like two months and I haven't made any money, but I'll make a thousand dollars week one, ten thousand dollars week two, and then like a five thousand dollars week three, and then I'll make twenty thousand week four. Like it's gonna happen, but it's not gonna be right away. And then eventually, after like three years, I'll be making millions. Like the three years marker, it's only been one year, it's only been six months since I started reading Transurfing. My life is so different now. So I'm lately I've been thinking like I just want to f- read all these books right now. And I try to rush everything. But I know that it's what happens on the day to day that really matters. Like I I studied transurfing on the day to day. And that's when it made the impact. Like one day of studying does not do anything. But one day of studying over the course of like three months, that's a big difference. Like I studied transurfing for like two months now, I think. One or two months for the second read through. And my worldview has definitely shifted. Even though I'm reading the same exact thing. I'm just rereading it and studying it, writing notes, talking about it on my podcast. Which I'm definitely gonna be making another transurfing principles episode sometime soon. I'm gonna double up the episode because not this weekend, but next weekend I'm going out of town again to go to 
where am I going? I'm going to uh, my sister's college for family weekend. So I'm going there and I won't be able to record that day. So I'll, I'll have to have like a, another episode scheduled. So I'm definitely going to do what I did last time again and have another transurfing principles, which I might have to make two again because it's been a while since I did the last transurfing principles and I have a lot more notes. So I might have to make multiple days, which is fine by me because I'll ha- I'll probably have to slowly start to add up more and more episodes scheduled just in case I can't go I can't record in Florida. I'm planning on recording in Florida. But I just want to I might end up scheduling more just in case because I'm going to Florida in like 3 weeks from now. In like 20 days, I'm going to Florida. So I might not be able to record, but I'm definitely going to try. But I, I, I'm going to, but just in case, I'm gonna, I might have some stuff scheduled. That's pretty much where I'm at. I'm probably not gonna check my analytics for a while because if I didn't check for like three weeks, and it only went up like a couple hundred downloads, it's no point. It's not worth checking every day because. Checking my analytics on the podcast, if I check every day and it's always around the same, it's it's just demotivating. And so I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to just focus on recording the podcast. Don't worry about the numbers. Because I, like I said a couple episodes back, maybe yesterday I said this. I think it was yesterday, actually. Yesterday I said Russell Brunson talked about how he was very grateful that he didn't check his analytics until three years after he like three years into his podcast so he was recording and uploading consistently for three years and he never checked the analytics and then three years after he checked it and then he was very grateful because if he would have checked early on he would have been demotivated because just he would have had nobody like he would have not had any progress. But right now, essentially, I'm doing all this stuff for me. Like, that's that's my motivator. I'm doing it for me. I'm Right now, I'm just trying to get the biggest number possible episodes-wise. Or I'm just trying to track my progress so I can look back on it and be like, oh, that's what happened. And I'm also trying to do it because I know that this is a huge, crucial path and a huge step towards achieving my goals, getting my dreams come true. And recording the podcast, the podcast is going to be monumental in my business. Because if I can build a business around this podcast, then, I mean, I'm home free from there. Like you, like that's basically, once once this podcast gets big, then it will be for you guys. But right now, very few people are listening, like less than 10 people per episode are listening. Maybe 20, but I only, I have seven average rolling subscribers, which is an RSS statistic thing, rss.com. And 
So right now I'm basically doing it for me because there's not very many people listening. But once the big numbers start rolling in, then it will transfer to doing it for you guys. Like I'm still positioning myself to do it for you guys, but I can't, I physically, like I simply can't comprehend doing it for people that aren't even listening. You know, I, I don't know if I'm explaining this properly, but essentially nobody is listening. And so I can't comprehend that people are listening. Like, Maybe, yeah, I'm doing it for people in the future, but there's no one listening. Like, there's, there are people listening, but there's no one. There's not, no one meaning not 10,000 people. Like, 10,000 people are not listening. And so I can't fit, like, comprehend doing it for people. Maybe I won't even be able to comprehend doing it for 10,000 people because I simply can't see them. It's just a number on the screen. Maybe that's actually the case because. There are seven people listening right now. And I am saying that I'm not doing it for anyone. But those seven people are real. Hello, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. This is this is all just me mumbling away. I'm just talking. But I'm really looking forward to that CD coming in. Wave one. I will definitely be talking to you guys about my progress. But let me get some water. I want to talk to you guys about the heart and the mind. It's a term in transurfing. It's a thing. It's a concept that I learned in transurfing where everyone has a heart and a mind, that everyone has a soul. Uh, the soul and the heart are the same thing. They're synonyms for each other. And the heart and the mind, if you can unify them, then you can get whatever you want. The world will help you achieve your goals. And that was just conceptual in my brain up until a couple days ago when I read the CIA document on the analysis and assessment of the gateway process. Because in that document, in the first like paragraph of the actual content, it was called, the paragraph was titled hypnosis. And it was talking about how there are two hemispheres of the brain. There, there's the left brain and the right brain. Now I may be getting these mixed up, but the left hemisphere of the brain is your logical, your analytic side. So I was like, oh, that's the mind. That's, that's the mind piece of the heart and the mind. And then the right side is the emotional. It knows things. It feels things. And then I was like, oh, that's the heart. So then slowly as I was reading more and more, for example, you can basically put the left side to sleep and only speak directly to the right side and you can basically hypnotize someone like you can say that they have their left num their left leg is numb and you and they will their left leg will become numb because the right side the right brain believes everything like it takes everything literally and it it believes everything that it's it's said to it because it trusts the left side of the brain because the left side is analytical and so all that stuff connected that the heart and the mind is a real thing. I knew I was, I wanted to believe that it was a real thing and I was starting to believe it. 
but that CIA document really pushed it forward. So, like, it gave me scientific, like, information that, oh, the left side is your mind and your right side is the heart. And let's go back to that hypnosis thing where you can basically put the left side to sleep and then speak directly to the right side. You can, you don't just, like, you you don't just have to do, like, oh, your left leg is numb. You can say you enjoy extreme focus, like extremely good focus and extremely good memory. And the brain will do what needs to be done to get that memory and the focus. You will actually receive that. So that is the hypnosis thing. And that is just so like, I was so, wow, that I was very surprised and shocked when I saw that because not necessarily so shocked, but I was very excited because I made that connection to transurfing. And there was a lot of connections throughout that CIA document that I made with transurfing. A lot of that stuff goes hand in hand. But I'm starting to uncover the truth. I don't know that much stuff right now. But I'm slowly starting to uncover the truth and be able to learn and actually experience the other side. Right now, I'm still in the matrix, essentially. I don't usually like to say that word, but I really think that I'm in the matrix now. Like, I thought that I was starting to escape it a couple, like over the past year. I'm still, I'm, I have been escaping it, but I think that I still am in the matrix, but I'm starting to swallow that red pill and I'm starting to learn all of this new knowledge and learn all this information that is just life and reality itself. I know that there's a lot more to life that there, we've been led to believe. I don't know what, I don't know the secret. But I know that I'll uncover it slowly but surely over the following months, years. I predict that I'll, from one year from today, even, no, I predict that by 2024, which is three months, in three months from now, I will have... No, it's actually three and a half months. Three and a half months from now, I will have discovered a lot and learned a lot because this month I'm going to finish transurfing. Then once I get home from Florida, I'm going to be actually starting to study the reading list from the guy that awoke me to the reality that reality just isn't how I think it is. And that there's a lot more. So I'm going to be reading the reading list he suggested to uncover the secret. And I will have definitely read like at least 10 of those books. Maybe not. Maybe at least if I, if that reading method of one reading, one book a day works, I will definitely have read like half of that reading list, maybe like a fourth of the reading list. And I'll definitely have uncovered a lot of the truth. But if I decide to go and read normally how I normally do, then I'll definitely have read like at least five or six of them, of those books. And 
you change after one book, you change after two books. So once I get five or six books in of the right books, it's going to be a game changer. 2024 like is going to be huge. I locked in 2023 and I'm not even done with 2023, but I was writing down my stats at the beginning of 2023, like my weight, how much income I made, like just little stats. And I definitely will have grown a lot on that stuff. To wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.